I'm going to introduce the Marine Josh Luna year two on podcast after making a lot of money betting college and NFL football. All right, let's okay, go. Josh, We're yeah. back. <laughs> Tell us let's what happened. Do it. Hey. Afterwards, in the first year, you made sixty dollars into into what? Well, just just in one, you know, basketball tur- the March Madness run, the twenty six hundred. Damn, $2,600, yeah. $60, man. And that's, and what that's I should have bet more. <laughs> I was that being conservative, man. I should have just trusted my gut more. Salesmen think short-term. <laughs> Business men and women think long-term. So we're going to give you the Big Ten. The way we've given you the others. Uh, we're going to have a list. Uh, Melissa will do a video with... The season totals, we feel really good about that. We'll get it on Twitter, and uh, we're going to get rolling, making money. We're already set to make you a lot of money with the season totals. We've already got set. So far, we're making money. What's the first team we're going to look at, Melissa? Oh, we're going to tackle uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, uh, Josh, Luna, I believe you have some strong opinions. Um, the return is... Eight on offense, on fi- offense. Sorry, I can't talk. And seven on defense. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so yeah, what's your? Uh, how many on the offensive line, Melissa? What was that? Quite a few. How many uh, returners are on the offensive line? There's eight return on the offensive line, and then there's oh. seven on the defense line. Right. Right. So, um. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The main goal, though that they're not returning from Ohio State on offense, so right, Josh, is right. quarterback. They're switching their quarterback. And that's why I'm hesitant. That's why I want to see where you guys are at with this thing because, you know, you're returning that offensive line. You know the receivers are probably the best in college football. They got all the weapons. I just don't know how skilled that quarterback is to make that jump and to get them into contenders. But, you know, it just seems like with Ryan Day or anyone they have over there at Ohio State, you just plug in a different quarterback, they're going to put up numbers. They're going to get them to 11, 12 wins. They're going to compete for the playoff. And it, yeah, as it, much it, as it shows that, I'm still, you know, they're not going to win the Big Ten to me. But going to be very successful this year. Check out, you know, they do have Penn State at home, but that Michigan road game last game of the season. It's tough. It's going to be tough. And what's the season total, um, Melissa, for Ohio State? The season total? Yes. Let's Ohio State. see. Their win total will be 10.5, I believe. You got it, Melissa, 10.5. So let's look at their schedule. And then Melissa's going to help us with, because she knows how to read people. Is like the measure of the man. You make more money um, than anything else, being able to read people. And that's something that, for some reason, young people don't do as good as we used to uh, or as good as now, now that I'm old, right? So Ryan Day, single mom, foster kid. Uh, he coached under Chip Kelly. Now, Chip Kelly, for UCLA fans, is an old, fat, gay man. Who's married to the game of football? That's that was his mentor, right? Go Bruins, foster kid. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, you know, we get real on this podcast, right? Because we're putting our hard-earned money, and again, as a wealth manager, 
you make money with fundamental analysis. Nobody has ever gotten rich with technical analysis that you see on CNBC, that you see on Bloomberg. So fundamental analysis is measured corporate governance and who's pulling the trigger. That's why Elon Musk is so important, right? Because he's running Tesla. We like him. We're going to invest money in Tesla because he knows what he's doing. So to that, and all these guys are good. So it's who's better than another, who has the edge in a pressure situation. So Ohio State is a blue blood team. So Michigan is a blue blood team. What that means is that they have a limited amount of talent that they can get to in the in the high school ranks. They have a limited amount of money to pay for assistant coaches, right? So they can beat most every team just by showing up. The problem is when they pay play somebody who's equal to them, who's another blue blood, like Michigan, right? So yeah. we'll lean a lot on Melissa to tell us the edge when it's equal, right? The measure of the man who has the edge and who doesn't. So Ryan Day, right. yeah, a lot of anger issues. He said, you know, been an alcoholic. A lot of these coaches are alcoholics. He brings in Brian Hartline, his friend. As the offensive coordinator, really smart guy, really smart kid. And the defensive coordinator, Jim Knowles, makes $2 million a year as a college defensive coordinator. So, we, again, this is a money podcast. Every single podcast is a business meeting with a specific outcome and a specific purpose. And the purpose is to make us money. That's why uh, we do so much analysis on this. So you got the defensive coordinator making two million. You got Brian Hartline, his friend, making one point five million. Ryan Day is a quarterback guy. Uh, he's made the playoffs twice, but he's lost against equal talent, and he's lost to Jim Harbaugh two week two years in a row. So he has to win, or there are going to be questions about his six million dollar a year job. Not that he's going to be broke anytime soon, but he has a lot of pride in that. So they play at Indiana. Um, off air, I can tell you a story about the head coach of Indiana, Melissa and Josh. Uh, okay. uh, Youngtown State, they should blow them out. Western Kentucky, blow them out. At Notre Dame could be a problem. So they have 12 games. At Notre Dame could be a problem. They have a bye, and then they go to Maryland. We'll get into Maryland a little bit more. We'll need you. I got a really good question about the measure of the man, the head coach over there in Maryland for you, Melissa. At Purdue, Purdue's breaking in a new coach. Penn State at home at Wisconsin. Luke Fickle, October 28th. At Rutgers, Coach Shiano, who we'll get into. Michigan State is going to make us money. <laughs> I'm all over Michigan State. Michigan State is going to make us money. They're going to have a better year this year. They, You right. think they, so? They, had a, they struggled last year, so they got to do it this year. You know, They got to show up for their coach. Exactly. So exactly. He got paid. Right? Yep. He got paid too. He's making nine million dollars a year. But we'll we'll digress. Uh, Michigan State. So that could be a loss. Row your boat. And I say row your boat because that's a model for uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. All year, Melissa talking about Minnesota and row your boat. Yeah. Another head coach who's a foster care kid doesn't know who his dad is. Single like mom. But that's row your boat here. Again, another guy, he's literally, he says he's married to the game of football. Divorced. Two kids who he neglects, unfortunately. But he's making uh, $7 million a year to ease the pain. And then at 
coach crazy. What do you think, Josh Lynn? I see more than uh, I see it right at two losses. What do you think? Oh, for Ohio State, I think they're going to go, or for Minnesota, for uh, Ohio State, I think they're going. Yeah, at eleven, and I think they're going to finish the season ten and two, probably win their bowl game. But I, I don't see them making the playoffs, man. That yeah, so whole line, they're, they're like, not making the playoffs. So oh, teams yeah. go through cycles. So last year they made the playoffs. Second years they're they're down, right? And then uh, pro teams aren't supposed to be that way, but the Chargers are. Tommy Telesco. That's <laughs> on Wednesday. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Tommy <laughs> Telesco. Hey, let's we'll not reminder about the twenty-seven wife, nothing. Wife and the kids, Tommy Telesco. Very nice people. All right, so ten point five. Uh, we make money if they go ten and two. Yeah, I'm not going to bet it because there's not a clear edge. So we do a lot of rich shows, Melissa, and we don't put our hard earned money unless mm-hmm. there is a clear edge. Uh, but that's that's your house, Steve Buckeyes, sending to. I'm not going to bet it. Are you going to bet it, Josh? On Ohio State to get to 10 or make the playoff? No. Yeah, if you're going to bet it, right? Somebody has to bet it and they need action. You got to bet yeah. that under, under the yeah. 10.5. But the over 10.5, there's no value there. Okay. Gets to, uh, we'll get into the value equation. I'll make it for the motivational Monday so people have it. Let me know if you guys can read this, but this is what value is. I have a pin on my Twitter, and people lie about this all the time. Can you guys read this? Yeah, I can yes. read that. All right, so what value is, after owning a restaurant that's in $9,000, made it into 900000 20 years as a MBA wealth manager, this is exactly what value is, and don't let people lie to you about it, all right? It is a algebraic equation. It is psychological yeah. factors. And this will make you money. And it's so important in betting, right? Psychological factors plus functional factors. All right. And since I see all these commercials on TV about dating apps. I'll put it to dating. You guys are young. Let me know if this makes sense. So psychological factor, right? It's like you guys meet someone and they're very, very attractive, right? They have a really good job. They make a lot of money. Boom. That That's some psychological factors. Functional is, all right, this person has good credit. <laughs> this person has a nice car to get to and from work. They work. Those are functional factors, paying the bills. Psychological factors, oh, man, that person is really attractive. That's psychological. Functional is this person is a doctor, a lawyer. Uh, they have good manners. Long-term stuff, functional stuff. Opens the door for you, Melissa, when they, you go in, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> All right. For Josh, Luna and I, you know, when we have don't have time to cook, she'll cook something up real quick. That's functional <laughs> so we can eat, right? And then you divide it by time. Right? Plus money. So we do a little uh, psychotherapy here because my wife's been a psychotherapist for, for 20 years. If you get a bet on games like Josh and I do, you have to be yeah. able to maintain relationships. So it's time and money, right? Mm-hmm. You take those factors. You Everybody's value is different. What they feel about psychological factors, what they feel about functional factors, you put in your own value. 
You did time by time and money. So betting on games is the highest and best use of your time. So for me, my wife hates sports. So if I'm going to watch all this food, football, I got to buy her a Louis Vuitton purse. You got to pay for <laughs> vacations with betting money, <laughs> right? For Make it functional for her. And when you look at betting as an right. investment, right? You maintain a relationship. Does that make sense, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need a perfect balance. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so this is not idle stuff we're doing right we're making money while we're watching right. football, which we can do in a hundred dollars yeah. market so right so the value that, that josh i and melissa feel it's going to be under 10.5 but we're not going to bet not a clear edge i'll tell you the ones we, i feel we have a clear edge what's what's the next thing we're going to look at um melissa um, the next team would be... How about the rival, the Michigan Wolverines? Go crazy there. Right, right. Let me see. Let's see. The What about... Maybe the Northwestern Wildcats? Oh, wow. They got a... Yeah, we can do that. They, yeah, they yeah. got a lot going on this year. <laughs> yeah, right. How many New coach coming back on the young system line? Yeah, they got a 10.5. No, let me see. Northwestern is their win total is um 10.5? No, there's there's yes. three yeah. point. Let me see. Yeah, you you got the ten point five with the I think Michigan or oh, I see Penn it. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Northwestern is going to be three point five wins. And uh, oh yeah, it shows ten point five. Yeah, you had Northwestern ten point five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so they're ten point five, and they they're definitely not getting. I mean, damn, that's going to be a rough year for them without Pat Fitzgerald there and the whole hazing incident. Mm -hmm. So this is good because they're the opposite of Ohio State. Uh, they're a developmental. So uh, developmental teams, their coach is good at, in the second-year cycle, developing their players so they can play against Blue Bloods. They're not – It's versus something that's ready to wear. Uh, you know, you buy a store. You go to the dress shop, Melissa, and they fit mm -hmm. you for a dress, you're ready to go out. Right. Uh, Northwestern, you got it on Amazon. You didn't try it on. And you're going to have to <laughs> cut it a little bit and sew it up so you can take it out the door. <laughs> so accurate. That is so right. accurate. <laughs> you, you, then you're going to have to get some accessories. Right? Oh, That's Northwestern. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> so what happens with the Fitzgerald's a frat guy, rich dude. Uh and he had he got in trouble for hazing 20 years ago. So he tried to do hazing on the down low. And you know, they were hazing freshmen, they got out of control, they got sexual, right? No, no. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And so he tried to get out of it. There was no way out of it. He got fired. And they put in a substitute teacher, new guy, to run the program. So this guy, they spent like $30 million on the program, and they're bringing in this brand new guy to run stuff. And the, so 
to Josh's point, they're going to be a complete disaster. They're only out of twelve games. They're only supposed to win three. Uh, this dude name is David Braun. He comes out of nowhere. The players don't even know who he is. The players don't even show up for media day, and they're going to get killed. So can't let me know, Josh, if you see four wins out of at Rutgers, which is uh. Chop the wood. I always make fun of these guys as a motto. So the motto for records is chop the wood. Another another psychopath maniac. Uh, Greg Chiano, he's, he's the head coach of records. Uh, UTEP, Duke, at Row Your Boat, Minnesota, at Penn State, at Howard, historically black college, right? The blacker yeah. the college, the sweeter the knowledge they used to, they used to recruit me through HBU school. Then at Nebraska, Coach Matt Rule, Coach Phil Forward. At Maryland, and we'll get into Maryland, Melissa can um, give some insight into the Maryland coach, figure this guy out. Iowa, right, nepotism. And then at Wisconsin, Coach Fickle. At Purdue, at Illinois. Do you see more than four wins there? I don't see... I might not even see three wins. I right. I definitely see them going to the low below that for sure. Right. I think see, that, that might be I'm more positive on that being below three and a half than you know all my other picks. So I have the my notepad here. Yeah. But I'm gonna pound right after the podcast. We all are. Oh yeah. Northwestern under three and a half wins. See on that last one, year they finished what was the record last year? Oh one and eleven, you know. They lost their last 11 straight. And the only win was against Scott Frost. Yeah, it was in Ireland, the first right. game of the season. Yeah. Scott Frost, again, another single mom, head coach. I don't know. I, I just can't see them getting, like, you know, they're going to have a tough year. They're going to get blown out a lot. I feel bad for them. Right. No, and this is something that's not said. We just we talk about things on the podcast you can't talk anywhere else. And Melissa can help us with this, right? You know, having your your, your gaydar on, right? Because a lot of these coaches <laughs> can't come out as gay. And right. I had a philosophy in my life that I've seen happen. It's not 100%, but a lot of my gay friends have distant fathers, right? And Anna filled in that gay guys like being around guys, so why not become a college football head coach? Beyond the download, you might have a wife, two kids, and still be gay, right? That's so true. That's why I'm putting out all these single fathers. There were huh. single coaches with single moms with distant dads and how they act. <laughs> Sometimes they get in trouble. Scott Frost got in a lot of trouble. Uh, man, so that's under. Northwestern is under. <laughs> Northwestern is under. Under. <laughs> Four wins, and uh, Melissa will do a video on Twitter with our picks, making all of us money right off the bat. First podcast, <laughs> Melissa's making everybody money. <laughs> oh yes! <laughs> all right. I'll ignore that phone call. That's one of my uh, clients. We like calling on Saturday. All right, so Miss. <laughs> So what's the third team we're going to look at, right? I kind of, hmm. Run on script. 
want to look at uh, Michigan. All right. Let's see. So Michigan would be uh, 4.5. I think I might have it wrong. Let's see. No. Michigan. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it is wrong. Let's see here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 10.5. And how many starters are coming back on the offensive line, Melissa? Um, for Michigan, 145. 145 starts on the offensive line. That tells you that the Coach Crazy and the Harbaugh football <laughs> mafia family, right? Roster management, right? Because the more football you play, the better you are at it. And 145 starts, those Michigan, cornbread, Midwestern people, they're going to be able to control a lot of games in the office on the offensive line. Last year they ran the ball. Uh the only teams that ran the ball more than them were the service academies. Mm -hmm. And their season totals 10. Ten and a half, right? And let me see here. How many, Melissa, if you have it in front of you, how many did they return on offense and how many did they return on defense? Yeah, um, they returned uh, eight on offense and uh, seven on defense. Seven on defense. So yeah. for a week of the season, he's they're not saying what he's really suspended for, but he's suspended for the first four games of the season, Coach Crazy. Uh, then oh. they go He's really he's done. They they actually canceled that suspension. He's going to fight that for next year. So he's going to coach those four games. He's going to coach those four games, but it doesn't really he's, matter because he's in the yeah. meeting and the head coach doesn't really get into the day to day. That's why they pay the coordinators all the millions of dollars. Oh yeah, and but they are those were easy games anyway. Have right. you that schedule is just soft. So he coaches from up above, right? That's, he has twenty kids. Hmm. Anything yeah. Any player has a kid at a wedlock, he will pay for it and raise a kid. Because, you know, he's raising 20 kids right now. That's one, true. One more. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> yeah, he makes twenty uh, $10 million a year. I can't tell you who my clients are, but uh, I was in on how his contract works. With He gets a whole life policy. So he doesn't pay any taxes. Long story short. He's making $10 million a year paying no taxes. So uh, at Nebraska, okay, so let me know. Uh, Josh, if you see 11 wins in here, which you might, yes. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, so he could just run it against all these people. Matt Rule at Nebraska, row your boat. He's going to go at row your boat. I think that's going to be a tough game. He's on my own yeah. team. Uh, it could go either way at Indiana, Coach Allen. At yes. Michigan State could be a loss. Mel Tucker making yeah. $9 million a year. 
He wants to keep that money rolling, right? They what? lost to Michigan State last time it was on the road. Right. Yeah. They have trouble with Michigan State for some reason. But Michigan, I, I don't know. I, I could see them. You know, last year, I too, I like this Illinois that. almost beat them. Exactly. Remember? Illinois yeah. almost snuck a win and over there. Running team. They're just going to yeah. uh, try to knock each other out, uh, just running at each other. Who's a tougher team? I can oh, coach yeah. medals, and I'm, my team is tougher than your team. Blah, blah, blah. So they battle it out like 10 to 13. Either team can win that game. At Penn and State. Penn State, yeah, that's what I was going to say. At Happy Valley. That's not right. going to be an easy game. But and I think they do get 11 right? wins. I think they, they go they 11 and 1. Yeah, I'm going to say they go 11 and 1. I like the under. I think they go 10 and 2 because I see some losses. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. I see, I see maybe at Minnesota could be a loss uh, because – he wants to keep everything in his back pocket to beat his rival, right? It's yes. Emotion. When you get emotional, right, you don't think logically, right? You can't let emotions do the thinking. And this is money. Uh, so at Minnesota could be a problem. At Michigan State could be a problem. At Penn State could be a problem. And Maryland. So I think there's two losses right there. And they yeah. could lose to Ohio State. They could, yeah. They can. That's That's true. At Penn State's going to be tough, too, man. Penn State's going to be tough, too. At Penn State, it's going to be tough. Right? So, uh, I like the under 10.5. I'm going to bet that. Uh, what do you think, Josh? Oh, you know, I, I think this – I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say they get to 11. I think they go 11-1 and because I still see them going making the playoff this year. 11 and 1 Big 10 title game. I think they're going to, you know, get that championship Big 10. But that means because Josh well trained man, he's part of the, he's a disciple of the podcast, well trained. That means we won't bet it cuz there's not a clear edge. Yeah. I I uh, I totally agree with you that they could get two losses with that road schedule cuz right. even Maryland is tough. Michigan right. State they lost there 2 years ago. Penn State, you know, they they blew out Penn State last year. Penn State's right. a whole different team in Happy Valley. And they right. got this quarterback, Aller, who, you know, when I was at the Penn State-Ohio State game last year, all the fans were just telling me about how their new quarterback, Drew Aller, was just going to make it happen for them. So right. I actually think Penn State can be a slight, you know, they they could even win the Big Ten, man. I'm, I'm pumped for this freaking season. I am too. I'm ready, man. I love about Josh Luna. He goes to the games. All these people running their mouth, blah, blah, blah. They don't even go to the games. Josh is at the games. We'll have pictures, videos, and stuff. He goes to the game and watches, and we give him the insight. Because we give insight to make money. That's not idle technical stuff. We do this for the money, all right? Oh, so, yeah. That so crowd at Penn State's crazy. 106,000, you know? It's not going to um, be. It's always a great time. You know, I had a great time. I can't, you know. When you get married, things change. But I used to go to the uh, Florida, Georgia, and used to go to like going to a uh, a festival, a hippie festival. You you're walking through these RVs, and you're like, "Hey, hey, son, you don't have a beer. Go over here and get a beer. Hey, son, you don't have a hot dog. Here's a hot dog. Next thing you know, you're partying for three days with Georgia fans. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> right? They're fun, man. They lifted me up at the championship game. Oh man! Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some freaking Georgia fan, two Georgia fans came right behind me and just picked me up from my legs and just had me on their shoulders. 
<laughs> they're yelling go dogs because i had a georgia shirt on and i was like man this georgia t these georgia fan base is something else man it's crazy right right so michigan and ohio state are blue bloods that means that they have great uh talent it doesn't matter how many guys they have on the offensive line or how many guys they have coming back but when they pay another blue blood it does matter right yeah. so uh we're deadlocked we're not gonna bet it because there's no clear edge. This is money. Oh, yeah, Every I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, Josh. I can't, you know, come to that conclusion where they're gonna get ten too. I'm right. just really conflicted, man. Yeah, so we're not gonna bet it, right? Because this is money. We have to have a clear edge. It's hard on cash, and fifty-two point five is break even. And when Josh was on NFL, we we're in the sixties. <laughs> in college football, we we're in the seventies. So we're here to make a lot of money. All right. We we agree on a lot, but this one, you know, I just uh no. Like and we keep it real, right? Yeah. We can't just yes each other or appease each other because this is money, right? Now when we get yeah. to the NFL season when we get rolling, Melissa will be breaking guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And that'll be the consensus pick everybody loves. All right. So, the fourth team we're gonna oh, look yeah. at Penn State, the Penn State and any lines. Uh how many uh Starts on the offensive line, Melissa, and uh, would, starters are coming back. That would be a sixty-six uh, starts on the offense, and um, it'd be eight offense and eight defense coming back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, when you look at the corporate governance, uh, you're talking about a guy <clears throat> who's been cheated, right? So James Franklin. African-American coach. He's not cheating anymore. He's making close to $10 million a year now, but he was the head coach of Vanderbilt, and he has the best record in Vanderbilt history as a head coach. That means he can do more with less. He, he yeah. can, you know, he doesn't need the blue-led talent to be able to win. So he's borderline yeah. uh, genius, right? So when you look at the corporate governance from the middle analysis, he's a great decision-maker, right? So the more Better decisions you make, the more money you make. And definitely true with him. Uh, when you look at his coordinators, and I'll need you, uh, Josh, to get yeah. me on the coordinators because the offensive coordinator, he does a lot of offense. Came from Mullethead over there at Oklahoma State, Coach Gundy. Second year coach, Manny Diaz. I'm biased. Yeah. Manny Diaz is Cuban. And students are control freaks, which is kind of bad. Hothead yelling and screaming everywhere. His dad was a former mafia mayor of Miami. Huh. Uh, I can tell you a story about that. <laughs> it starts with they they put this is where they had paper bags back in the day, and they put fifty grand in paper bags in my restaurant. His uh. dad's crew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, yeah, they used to go with machine guns, at Liberty City to collect the rent. But I digress. That's Manny uh, Diaz's dad. He's a defensive coordinator for your Nittany Lions, making $1.5 million a year. He's bad at developing talent, coaching talent, but he's a great recruiter. Why? Because he's paying him off. <laughs> now it's legal to use that. Uh, and back on offense, they don't return a lot of people on the offensive line. They, West Virginia to start the season. They're going to struggle against that. That's my first pick against the spread. I like West Virginia with the points in that game. 
Josh. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, when I, Melissa will have that on her little video on Twitter. When we give out that pick at, oh, Del- yeah. when, at Illinois, right? So at yeah. Delaware, it's kind of a bye week. They set up for themselves, very strategic to beat yeah. Illinois, to have more talent than Illinois. And then, so the way it works, Melissa, when there's equal talent, it's a coach's game. And we'll lean yeah. on that on you a lot for that to look at the coach's body language, the coach's history, and tell us which man's going to win that fight. All right. Uh, <laughs> because it becomes a coach's game at Northwestern, right? So that's going to be easy. Think about this. They go to Iowa. I call Iowa nepotism because the son of the coach who sucks is making $2.5 million as the offensive coordinator, LaFrance, who's out of that Nick Satan, Bill Belichick mafia family. So we connect oh, yeah. people who knew each other, who do business with each other, only hire their people and act like a mafia. We identify them to make money. It's not idle, gossip, TMZ, whatever. No, it's information to make money. So mm-hmm. basically, they have like a double buy drop, right? Northwestern, which they should blow out. So a double buy is that you don't put your best people out there all the time because this is football where you can get hurt. If a guy plays 50 snaps, he's only going to pay 25 against Northwestern. Bye week, and then UMass, another bye week. So in the yeah. middle of the season, they get almost like a month off. And then they're at Ohio State, right? So when you're thinking about losses for Ohio State, that's a game Penn State should win. Now, this is how we make money, Melissa. Ohio State has a blind, this is where $134 trillion market plays into it. They have a blind fan base. So you never bet your own team because it's like your own kid. How are you going to bet against your own kid in Little League, right? You right. Can't but then you have a guy who graduated from Ohio State with $100 million. What does he do? He puts a million dollars on Ohio State every weekend. Then oh plates the line. To me, as a wealth manager, I'm like, buy low, sell high. So there's going to be a lot of value. That's real value. There's going to be a lot of value on Penn State that game. Hell yeah. <laughs> 21st, as you break this down. And this is how we make money doing this. What do you think, Josh? <laughs> That's a lot of money in that game. Finish Let's it. go. <laughs> Hell yeah. So we're going to write that down, put it on our calendars. October the 21st, we are going to bank betting your Penn State Ninny Lions, Coach Franklin. And after that, they got Indiana, Maryland, which we'll get into, Coach Loxley from the Belichick Satan Mafia family, Coach Loxley, and we'll tell you why. Then they pay Coach Crazy November 11th. Coach Chiano, who's as crazy as Coach Crazy. I think they got in a fight last year. No, it was him and Ryan Day who got in a fight <laughs> after the game. And then uh, Michigan State. When uh, their win total, Penn State's win total is... Nine and a half, right? Nine and a half. Penn yeah. So... New quarterback. New quarterback, yeah. So I say stay away because they're probably going to be here right nine and three. I think they're going to lose yeah. a game. They probably should win, like at Maryland or Rutgers or something. Michigan State. Hey, that Illinois game on the road, you know, that's one that I think Illinois would cover. But that's just one thing with me. I, right, I, I do believe they lose to you know that Ohio State game. New quarterback yeah, is going to be lose. tough. 
But there's a difference between losing and covering the spread. So it's the line. Oh, yeah. Melissa, it's 14 points. Mm -hmm. That line, Ohio State alumnus, they were it's worth a million dollars, a hundred million dollars. Put some hundred million dollars on Ohio State. The line goes from 14 to 21. Okay. Right. So there's key numbers. And I'll send you an email on that too, Melissa. Key numbers okay. are three, seven. 10, 14, 21. If somebody bets a crazy bet, you'll see, Melissa, a million dollars, $3 million. Mm -hmm. uh, Josh and I, you, Melissa, when we go to the casino, the most they'll let us bet is $180,000. Mm -hmm. But this guy has connections like Charles Barkley or whatever, or uh, Mattress Mac. And they get an exemption to go over a million. So what happens is the circuit, the mafia gets that thing, and you can see it go crazy on fan duels. You see offshore, which we'll, we'll get into, right? And it changes it to 21.5. So it's 21.5, Penn State, after a month of rest, Josh and I are in that all day, every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's the value of this. So we're making money October 21st on your Penn State Nittley Lions. Yes. So next team we're going to look at is going to be Coach Loxley, which you tell us the measure of the man. What do you think about guys like this, right? Uh, Coach Loxley at Maryland. Uh, Maryland's season total is going to be 6.5. And Melissa, how many do they return? Actually, I'll do this because they're kind of weird. They only return oh. 22 starters on the offensive line and five on offense and five on defense. The season total wins 6.5. Uh, two questions, right? First question to Melissa, right? Mm -hmm. Coach Locks. Mike Loss, right? Let's pay the picture, the measure of this man. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's funny because he's the to total opposite of Coach Franklin. Coach Franklin's been married 23 years. He has four kids. Brilliant, smart guy. Making $9 million as a coach. He coached with Loxley. And Loxley are enemies. He's Loxley trying to steal recruits from him. Loxley's a brilliant man, too. Very smart. Uh, Coach Franklin's in shape, and it reminds me of when I went to high school, William Floyd and Tommy Carter. Tommy Carter got a degree from Notre Dame. He's the second to DeMarie Smith in the NFLPA, married for 30 years, uh, graduated. Floyd didn't graduate from Florida State. It's the opposite of Tommy Carter. So Coach Loxley is the opposite of Franklin. Mike Loxley uh, fat, doesn't get in shape. Uh, he was an assistant coach, brought in a lot of recruits. He gets the head coach, coaching job in New Mexico State. So he's making $3 million at New Mexico State, bringing guys in. He gets fired for impregnating two secretaries. Huh. So he has two, impregnates two secretaries, has the wife on the side. Scandalous. Back in Maryland. <laughs> So we got four women right here, four parallel families, Coach Lightson. 
So what happens to Coach Like? He gets fired and gets disgraced. And who who is he the analyst for to get back in the game, Josh? Adam, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Coach Satan. They call him Coach Satan. That's oh, what yeah. Coach Satan do. Of course Coach he brings Satan. him in. Yeah. Exactly. He brings him in. Coach Satan brings him in, rehabilitates him, uses his football knowledge to win a couple of national titles, right? He doesn't care about character. Neither do I. We're just measuring this uh, for football and money-making purposes. And can you trust this guy, right? Uh, so Coach Lashley becomes an analyst for Satan. Now, Satan, quick story along those lines of single dads with single moms, distant fathers. Coach Lashley doesn't know who his dad is, of course. Uh Coach Satan, I was at a sports book, and sports books are about collaboration. So I'm making money, da da da. These Alabama guys with that, oh, Josh, let's buy you drinks. Who are you picking the next game? And I'm like, man, I got to go with Nick, uh, Nick Satan on this. Oh, Nick Satan, I know him. I donate to Alabama a million dollars every year. And I'll tell you something about Nick, Nick Coach, Coach Nick Saban. None of his kids are his. Ha 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 ha. So he's adopted all these kids. None of his kids are natural-born kids. So if I had my gator on, I would say Coach Satan is probably gay, has to hide it, because how can you be a coach in the South and be gay and recruit guys? But he likes being around guys. So he brings Laxley in, right, who's the opposite of that. And then he gets a $5 million a year job after a couple of national titles with Satan at Maryland. And this is his record, Melissa. 7-6. Boop. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, wait a second. Oh, it's Coach Franklin, Maryland. He goes, gets the code year two and three, seven and six, eight and five. Uh, his offensive coordinator is Josh Get, uh, Guinness, who was with the Hardball Mafia family. Mm. Inspired by Mario Cristobal, who I'm biased because he's Cuban, another control freak Cuban coach. Hey, coach from Miami now. He fires, <laughs> but he goes over here with Satan. So what do you think about guys like that? When you're seeing guys that work in life that are like that, can you trust dudes like that? And if he was a boss, what what would be your thoughts, Melissa? Hmm. Yeah, I, I'd i be a little skeptical. I'd definitely be a little hesitant. <laughs> so, Josh, let's look at the schedule. Uh, Townsend, Charlotte, Virginia. Yeah. At Michigan State, that's has to be a loss. Indiana, yeah. at Ohio State, that's a loss. Illinois, we're thinking that's probably a loss. Uh, then they have a bye week at Northwestern, Penn State loss, at Nebraska, probably a loss. Michigan and Rutgers. Do you trust him to get to six wins, Josh? I'm going with Melissa now. I say Maryland under six and a half wins. Yeah, I see that it's six and a half right there. Yeah, no, I think um, – I don't know. That te- that schedule is just too tough for them. There are too many road games, tough road games right there. I think they're going to go, you know, six and six. They might just barely get that bowl game, but it's going to be under six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So Maryland under six and a half. I feel really good about that. I feel good edge. I'm going to bet that right off to the podcast. So that's okay. actual information. News you can use now to make money now and yeah. in the future. Let's seize it now. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we learned two things right there, right? Because 
Uh, Melissa knows how to read people. Don't trust Coach Loxley. Right? <laughs> don't don't trust him with uh, six wins. Hell no. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Even that Virginia game looks tough for them too. Like uh, right. the Nebraska game, there's not going to be no pushover for them. Right. Yeah, that's that going to be tough. But Josh and Melissa, I'm, I have to get going over here. I did not have too much time today, but, you know, I appreciate you guys having me on today and definitely looking forward to, to Friday for the SEC. Friday, SEC, we'll have Josh back on. Thanks, man, for your time, Josh. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Have Thank a great you. one, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. All right. All right. So what's the next thing we're going to look at? Michigan State. How many uh, – what's their win total? How much do they have on offense and on defense? Uh, their win total is a five, uh, and they have a six on the offense. Um, let's see, what is their defense? Seven on the defense. Seven. 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 Yeah. Really wrong. Seven. <laughs> Just seven. <laughs> All right. So this one for sure, with what uh, we have on your betting app. Mm -hmm. For sure, can make you money with this, Melissa. Yes, uh, it's Coach Mel Tucker. He's making nine million dollars a year, and last year was a bad year for him. This is a guy who, from a corporate governance standpoint, he's married to the game of football. It's bad for his family because he neglects his wife, he neglects his kids. Uh -huh. He's from the Nick Satan Mafia family, and he's going to be ready to go. He lost last year to Washington. He'll beat Washington. And they for sure are going to get over five wins. That's Michigan State uh, Spartans. Right. In games that, that you can look at as a season, kind of, you know, the trajectory of the season, games that for sure it seems like they will cover. You got to look mm -hmm. at that Washington game at home, September the 16th. We're going to bet. Michigan State and make money doing so. Okay. Right. So that's the Michigan State Spartans. So what do you think so far, Melissa? Excited for the season? I think it all sounds pretty good. I'm I'm really fascinated in learning all this and I think I, I think I got it down so far. All right. Uh I'll describe this guy. I've been him in person. I've sitting in for a while. And let me know what you think about guys like that that you work with or had as a boss or just know, you know, because it's interesting to see the different um, perspectives. All right. So you mm -hmm. got Greg Tiano. He's a, he's a maniac. Right. Mm -hmm. And I learned this from my wife. It's anti personality disorder and it's anti social disorder. Mm -hmm. and Anti-social stuff uh, wrong, in uh, I'll find a list for that. But Greg Triano, uh, again, another guy who has those wife that when you see the portrait, it seems like she has a forced smile. All the kids are very well dressed, very well groomed, but they seem scared, like they're, they're being abused by their dad. That's Coach Triano, and he's a defensive-minded coach. So when we get into the totals of the games, is this game going to go over a certain point total? Since he's a mm -hmm. defensive guy, 
we look at defense. Um, so for Rutgers, how many starts did they have on the offensive line? How many did they return on offense and defense? Um, offensive line. You see, one hundred and one. Yeah, one hundred and one starts on the offensive line. Yeah. So when you come over sixty, you're doing good. He's doing really good. So he's mm-hmm. one of those guys that, from that Nick Satan tree, that what they like to do is they like to run the ball and play defense. So when yeah. you hear me say, Melissa, somebody what likes to run the ball and play defense, that means that that game's going under, under the total. Mm-hmm. So you buy low, sell high. So we wait for people to bet the over. And then we what? We go the other way. We take advantage mm-hmm. that they don't know as much about football as we do. And we take advantage of that to make money. Yeah. All right. Uh, he is part of the Sandusky scandal. Right? Uh-huh. So Sandusky was a defensive coordinator who was raping kids and would bring him into the Penn State locker room. And Piano is famous or infamous for saying he panicked and he did not report the raping of kids. So when that came out, he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He gets fired, right? And he becomes the defensive coordinator for Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is the head coach of the Florida team with all the serial killers. Oh, (laughs) jeez. So, uh, Greg Chiana, have you ever watched The Sopranos? Uh, I think a little bit, not too much. Right, so he's the head coach of Rutgers, where one okay. of the kids went to, and the real Sopranos, the real mobsters, who right. run Rutgers University, who pay the coaches, are his bosses. They hired him once, he got out of there, but it's almost like Godfather 2, right? Where uh, Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> but I try to get out. They just pulled me back in. <laughs> so here's head coach uh, Greg Triano back at Rutgers. From what I told you about this guy, what do you think? Um, yeah, I uh, definitely would not want to be around <laughs> that person. Definitely not a guy you want to be around with, uh, much less being a mentor. Or father yeah. figure to your kids, right? Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> right, because he uh, he doesn't have any character or, um, you know, any fortitude, right? When things got rough, it was time for him to do the wrong thing, the mm-hmm. right thing like some other people do. Right. And, you know, F this, I don't care, you know, these freaking kids, man, involved. He didn't do that. So he was going to get a $7 million a year job with Tennessee. <laughs> Even the Tennessee people were like, no, hell no. We don't want this man. Right. We're near our kids. Uh, the season total for them is, let's see, Rutgers University is – 4.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why you kind of take emotion out of it. 
and, and kind of the reason we talk about him is so we can control our emotions. And that's the ugly part of making money is that, you know, Trump money, whatever you think, good or bad. There's some evil people who have a lot of money. The cartels have money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so I Wagner's definitely a win. Virginia takes a win. Temple Northwestern, that's four. At Indiana, probably five. And then probably two out of Ohio State, Iowa, Penn State, and Maryland. So mm-hmm. Rutgers, right, is going to be over five wins. So as much as we are disgusted with Coach Chiano, uh, He's going to make his money this year because he's going to win total. It's going to be over five. All right. Yeah. Win total over five. I'll describe the coach. Okay. For the Wisconsin Badgers. Yes. This guy's the total opposite of, <laughs> of Coach Fiano. It's Coach Fickle. Fickle has been married 20 years and out. I'll send a link to the video of when he was undersized wrestler and he pins mm-hmm. the What's interesting about him, even though he's a straight-laced good guy, uh, good Catholic guy, has 12 kids, same woman, but when he's not with his family, he's dedicated to the game of football. And he's mm-hmm. out with Right? Uh, he's a very, very loyal guy. Very loyal, uh, very, very well organized guy. Um, that pretty much tells the story. But he's in his first year there. Mm-hmm. They He only returns five on offense and three on defense. And how many career starts does he have on the offensive line? Uh, that would be 97. But 97. So you'll be able to control the game with the offensive line. It's going to be a wild card year for him. I think it's going to be tough in the beginning. Ohio State, Indiana State, Louisville, Akron, Maryland. Then he gets a bye week to go at Michigan, the Harbaugh Mafia football family. Then Rutgers, the Sopranos, Rutgers, Coach Crazy Chiana. I kind of feel bad for Chiana. He's kind of almost like Ryan Day, where he looks like that scared, overcompensating you know, foster kid. Yeah. At Coach Franklin at Penn State, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Michigan State. The win total for them is Wisconsin. It is 8.5. So definitely under. So we're going to make money with that. Wisconsin under the total. And the ones I'm writing down, I'm betting. Actually, Melissa and I are going to bet them mm-hmm. right after the podcast is over. Wisconsin under five wins, under eight point five wins. So this is very, very exciting. Next year when we do this, uh, Melissa, you'll be even more exciting if you oh, yes. see <laughs> put your money in your pocket. All right, awesome. <laughs> so the last team we're going to look at. I believe so. Actually, we have a couple more teams. So we'll go fast because, you know, time is money. Respecting your time, <laughs> Melissa. Uh, we'll go with 
the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa returns 114 starts on the offensive line. The head coach, Coach and Friends, he's been there 20 years. He's out of the Bill Belichick and Nick Satan coaching family. His son's the offensive coordinator. A lot of pressure on them. Uh, with all the starts coming back on the offensive line, they have nine on offense, seven on defense. The more football you play, the better off you are. Mm-hmm. So year of, uh, yeah, they're in a two-year the second year of a two-year cycle in Iowa, eight wins. Let's see. Iowa State's one. Iowa State is two. The quarterback uh, is probably going to jail for gambling on games. What an idiot, right? Uh, Whoa. <laughs> and, you know, what, what goes through people's minds like that when they're self-destructive? Like <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Western Michigan, Penn State. So right around there, like you're looking at three and one. Michigan State, you go either way. Purdue, you're looking at four and two. At Wisconsin, that's going to be tough. But probably five and two. Row your boat. Six and two. You get a bye week. Northwestern is your seven. Rutgers eight. Between Illinois and Nebraska, so they're right eight wins, right? So. Mm-hmm. He could go either way on that. There's no clear edge. So when there's no clear edge, what do we do, Melissa? Uh, when there's no, sorry, when there's no clear edge. Yeah, when there's no clear edge, we stay away. Yes. We stay away. <laughs> <laughs> so the next team is going to be Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll describe the coach, and then you're going to give us how many starts to come back on the offensive line mm-hmm. uh, and how many starts they have on offense and defense. Uh, this guy, Brett Bilma, he comes from the Nick Satan, mm-hmm. Bill Belichick football family, right? Mm-hmm. The reason I call Nick Satan Nick Satan is because we told you about his family. None of his kids are his. They're adopted. He had a very, very distant father. Mm-hmm. And he exploits the guys from Alabama. They all end up in jail. They all end up with domestic violence. And 80% of NFL football players end up broke. So that means that he uses them for their football ability and it doesn't help them in life to be successful. That's why I call him Nick Satan. Bill Belichick, I called Belichick because in in college, mm-hmm. Belichick used to use rigged hockey sticks. or They were against the rules, just rigging for the whole team. So they would have an advantage on his lacrosse team. You remember the flake gate with Brady, right? Yeah. When they got caught cheating that. And he used to steal other teams' film, Melissa, and use them, right? You and I would be in jail. We'd be in, you know, years in jail for that. He just gets, what, suspended? Like a game or something? Right. <laughs> uh, and the reason is because, that I call him a degenerate is because he was, Cincinnati was like 4 and 10. And he was stealing Cincinnati's film, right? He doesn't have to do it. The guy's a Hall of Fame coach. He doesn't have to cheat. And I asked my wife, why does a guy who's a Hall of Fame coach 
who doesn't have to cheat, cheat. My wife tells me, because he's a criminal. <laughs> I mean, <He's> a, yeah. <laughs> but he has privilege and he gets he gets away with it. But he knows a lot about football and they have a mafia, right? So Vilma right. is in that mafia. He coached for Belichick. Uh, so that's Billima. How many starts do they have on the offensive line? And how many guys are they bringing back? Uh, so it'd be uh, 55 uh, starters, and they would have uh, six on the offense and six on the defense. All right. Six on offense, six on defense, 55 starts on the offensive line. That's not good for him. That's not good. <laughs> uh, he's a developmental coach. So the season total for Coach Billima and Illinois. Now Chad and Josh, they like him at six and a half. So six and a half. Um, they're at Nebraska should be a win. Eastern Michigan should be a win. At North Carolina, they're getting blown out. Northwestern, Louisiana. Going to the Michigan game, they should be uh, four and one. They'll lose to Michigan four and two. They get a bye week and go to Iowa. They can go either way. They'll lo- lose to Michigan State. Oh, wait a second. I got the wrong team. My bad. All right. So, Illinois, Toledo win at Kansas. They'll get beat by Kansas. They'll get beat by Penn State. At FAU, they can go both ways. At Purdue, some win. Nebraska, Maryland, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Indiana, Iowa, the Northwestern. So, Illinois is going to be over 6.5. Mm-hmm. So when you do the, the Twitter video, we'll have Illinois over 6.5 games. Because they have enough talent in they're bringing in to beat scrubs they have on their schedule. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll describe this coach real quickly. Okay. Take your time. And... Uh, you tell us how many they're coming back on offense and how many uh the offensive line and how many are coming back on defense. Okay. Offense. This is Coach PJ Flick. And Coach Flick was raised by a single mom. Good single mom though. Uh, not like some other coaches uh who had single moms or even Gavin Newsom. So I met Gavin Newsom governor of California. He had a single mom. His mom was a drug addict. Uh, Coach Fleck's mom was a really good mom, took care of him after the dad left the family. Uh, and she never remarried, just took care of him. Uh, he, he was a decent athlete. And a lot of, like Ryan Day, a lot of these guys who are decent athletes who don't make it, high-level crowds, football pro, they use their competitiveness for being a coach, right? So he's mm-hmm. a very competitive guy. He grew up poor, so he still has that. You know, he's making $7 million a year. He has that scarcity mindset. He gets married, has two kids. And what was the reason he got divorced, Melissa? Oh, yeah, I got no idea. <laughs> it's me. This will be a recurring term. You'll, you'll get it next time. When we do the SEC podcast, you'll get it. When I ask you that question, okay. you'll get it. The reason his wife divorced them. And, and I'm not making this up, right? When we talk about things and evidence, it's things that's in public records. 
things we have direct evidence of, and corroboration. Corroboration could be a video, a document. Video is the best evidence. Word of mouth is the worst evidence. So poor PJ Fleck, his divorce settlement was online. And the reason the wife divorced him was for neglect. All he does is watch film. Oh, he's out there recruiting. He's out there with the fellas on the team. So oh, he no. neglected his wife and kids. He's married <laughs> to the game of football, but he makes us money. His wife and kids' loss is our financial gain. But he usually wins more games than what he's supposed to because he's not married to a woman. He's married to the game of football. And the win total for Minnesota. Well, how many are they bringing back on the offensive line? Their developmental team, and how many have you bring back on offense and defense? So it'd be uh, they would be starting with forty nine, and uh, they would be bringing uh, seven on the offense and six on the defense. Very good. Uh, so they're in the one or two year cycle. So Minnesota is seven wins. How do you get to seven? They'll beat uh, Nebraska on Thursday night. So Thursday night game, short week. Teams that are at home win eighty percent of the time. Eastern Michigan, that's two. North Carolina mm-hmm. is probably going to be a loss. Northwestern is three. Louisiana, four. Michigan lost at Iowa. Now, at Iowa, he's never been I, – I don't know what's going on with these guys. We're going to have to investigate. I think it, uh, Coach Flex stole a recruit, but these are mortal enemies. Uh, Kurt LaFrance and I call them row your boat because when you go in there, the motto is row your boat. Row your own little boat, right? <laughs> single mom kid no money he was always just rowing his boat working hard and got to it says row your boat that's why i call them row your boat he keeps beating him um it's gonna be tough so when we get to that situation i'll have you pick that game because it'll be interesting uh mm-hmm. state probably a loss illinois or Jews probably went i don't have a state loss wisconsin can go either way so maybe one two Three, four, five. Only six wins are built in wins. So we're going to stay away from that. Uh, next team is Nebraska. And we'll do rapid fire with it. Nebraska, Northwestern are all garbage. You stay away from that. Okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> all right. So we're talking about loser teams you stay away from, like loser people you stay away from. <laughs> It's the same thing, right? Short-term loss, long-term gain. Uh, for me, when I was dating, right, there were girls that were a lot of fun, but you knew it was in a long-term situation. Right. <laughs> and we all have that family member. The analogy I use for football, we all have that family member. They're in recovery. They have the best intentions. Mm-hmm. And you know at Thanksgiving dinner, they're going to ask you for money. They've been asking you for money their whole life. <laughs> You know, and my wife and I always have that $100 bill because, you know, it's our niece. And I know our niece is going to ask us for $1,000. And she's going to supposedly bring in, uh, this last year was a uh, trickery board or whatever. She was going to bring. We knew that wasn't going to happen. We knew she was going to be late. That she burnt the the security ring and and she had to get a honey baked ham, get the ham. She was late. That's why she's late. Then yeah. after we she's gonna ask us for a thousand dollars, we're gonna say, Hey, we can't give you a thousand dollars. And neither a bar or lender or B, we can't 
give you a thousand. Why? Because you're gonna use a thousand bucks to go get high or something. But what we're gonna yeah. do is we're gonna give you a hundred bucks. You can have a hundred bucks, no strength attached. You don't have to pay it back. Here you go. Right. It's Nebraska. <laughs> Northwestern <laughs> this year. That's who they are as football teams. So you just what do you do? You stay away from people like that. Right? You know, okay. some people are you stay away from bad people. <laughs> I'll remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you stay away from, from Purdue. All right. Okay. <laughs> we've, we've learned a lot, man. We've had a lot of fun breaking down this, but more importantly, we're making money. Uh, the recap. Uh, Melissa's oh, yes. going to do a Twitter really video on that. So see a little bit after. And what are the core philosophies of the podcast, right? I'm making a lot of money at the casino. People come in. I'm an extroverted guy. I'm a people person. But time is money, man. We got to pay our bills. We don't want to end up homeless. We want to be able to share information. We want to be able to collaborate with different people, diversity, where people get wrong. They think it's race, gender, disability. It's not. It's having mm -hmm. an open mind. Right? right. So what do you think? Final words. Before we give them Winston Churchill. We always close with Winston Churchill. Did you, Winston Churchill. did you have a good time, Melissa? I did have a good time. I had a great time. <laughs> you learned a lot about football, right? And betting on games. <laughs> I did. I did. You know, I've always wanted to learn it in the most recent days. And um, I'm glad that I'm finally learning. And um, I'm excited for this. I'm really excited. And you're going to make a lot of money, which I love. Yes. <laughs> so life. People don't get, and there's two ways of going. There's people who are complete a-holes, like Nick Satan, Belichick, and Mike yeah. Lassie. They're the worst degenerate people, and they end up rich. They end up happy, right? Yes. But my way is different, right? I do the sharing approach that it, we're lucky in a $134 trillion market. We can get away with you give one, right? And yes. you always get 10 back. And Winston Churchill said, he, he, you know, you hear any commercials, you hear a movie. Some guy watched it in a movie. Oh, did you steal it from me? No, I'm Bridge Lit Major. I've been saying it long before the movie came out. Virgin River ended with this, uh, the series my wife, that I watch in the offseason with my wife so I can watch football in the fall. Virgin <laughs> River, especially a really good series. They had it in there. They're like, oh, you stole it from Virgin River? No. I read it in college 30 years ago for Winston Churchill. And it's a philosophy, what we do. On a, it's not just a philosophy. It's what we do mm -hmm. to make money now, midterm and long term. And Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, what you do for work, but you make a life. You have real good friends for what you get. Thank you for listening to the SGC Podcast Network. Thank you. <laughs>